At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Welcome back. You're listening to the finale, the conclusion of Tasha's season of The Bachelorette here on The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm Brian Beckner. Once again, just an absolute, just treacherous slog of a season i don't know why i do this but all the because talking about it is fun watching it is horrible i am joined by the hero we need his name is jason stewart jason what's up hello everybody we got we got behind and this it's very daunting to get behind on the bachelor because they they take what can be easily conveyed in 45 minutes and they stretch it into two two hour episodes and it's just if you get a little bit behind it is so hard to catch up at least for me when you're busy it's christmas time it's hard to watch eight hours of a show (laughs) but it's been i don't know what you're laughing about uh so we didn't do a show last week. It's my fault. I was very busy. But what happened? What catch us up, Jason? We lost we lost Ben. We got him back. We lost some other dudes, but we don't really care about him. Brendan, I thought did himself very proud. We ended up with the with one of the one of the least likely 
winners of a bachelor. I can remember bachelorette. I can remember. Take us through it, Jason. What, what's been happening on the bachelorette Tasha season? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first, I need to address your um, your your feeling right now because it's horrible. Uh, you feel you feel really beat down. You've had an you've had enough. Yeah. The the bright side, the good thing is that the bachelor starts in about ten days. It bums me out so much. <laughs> it bums me out so much because usually usually there's like a couple months in between. Unless it's Paradise, which is my favorite show. Paradise yeah. I love. I, I watch every minute of Paradise because it's constantly changing and there's so many different people and it's ridiculous right. and stupid. But these bachelors take themselves so seriously, it's very hard to watch. And I usually, because I'm doing a few podcasts a week, I'm usually, while this one is maybe my favorite one to do, it's nice to get a little bit of a break so that I'm not doing a podcast every single night. And more, more importantly, I don't have to watch four hours of TV every week. That's the problem. So although... I am looking forward to the new um, Bachelor, Matt James, because the man is gorgeous. Like, I feel mm-hmm. it. But again, this is this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be really excited about the Bachelor, Matt James. And then one episode in, I'm going to be like, this guy's a pussy. I hate him. <laughs> like, this is not a real man. <laughs> he doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to talk to women. He's going to drive me crazy mm-hmm. for sure. But but looking from the outside, he looks amazing, and so that part is exciting. Tell me though, what's let's let's wrap up Tasha's season. What do I need to know? Uh, one more analogy. Oh I remember um, people forget how much of a uh, huge success American Idol was coming off of Kelly Clarkson and everything else. Um, and then they start season two and they had that. That was, um, that was, what's his name? Um, I brought him up in, in Bo, last week's Bo Bice. podcast. No, 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 It was the, uh, Justin the guy Guarini. Who, guy, who, guy who came out who finished second. Oh, Clay um, Aiken. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken, the, the the country fell in love with him, but he lost, he lost. to the, the big black guy. Ruben um, stuttered. Right. And then I think American Idol was like, we're just going to keep we're gonna keep the money flowing with the advertisers. And they started season three like a month after season two. Is that true? You know? and, and it was Fantasia season. And people got uh, American Isn't she Idol illiterate? fatigue. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah. she. They got American Idol fatigue, yeah. proving that in TV there is so there is uh, such thing as too much of a good thing. I believe it's um, called. I believe it's called the law of diminishing returns. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and so I think I I reached that point at some point because we've we've had to consume eight hours of TV in the last two weeks. And around hour of like four and a half, you know, half of halfway into hour four, I think I felt that I felt that my God, because they do the bachelor yeah. promos yes. each, each commercial. And it's like, we're going to have to fire this up again. It's too much. I don't dude. know if I have any, any more bullets, but uh, anyways, so, um, Jason Stewart, con- Jason Stewart, do not sell yourself short. You have plenty of bullets. That's true. Yeah. Um, now, um, I kind of want to just because I don't we don't need to sum up the past eight hours of no. Bachelor. Uh, 
episodes. I will say this. Um, you know, there was a couple things. Tasha kind of, uh, she's a head scratcher. Um, she told at least three guys that she was either in love or falling in love with them. Yeah. Um, and then, and she then, has, four- then she has a one, one conversation with her dad and she's like, wait, am I? Right. Well, yeah. that's the thing. That, that That's kind of my point at the end of this whole thing, but kind of, I guess we could start like at the end of this and work kind of backwards a little bit. Sure. She, she ends up, uh, with Zach C and Ben as the final Spoiler two. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Which no one really saw coming, but like the way we got here was, uh, Ben for the second time in the season completely misplayed his cards. Um, they were coming off of hometowns yeah, and, and, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to tell her that I love her. I'm going to tell her that I love her. And he just like shit his pants right the night of the hometowns. Yeah, the and he scat- didn't tell the scatological her. analogies are not yeah. from right, right. going, but, but he did tell the audience, the viewing audience for the second time this season, that he was just so confident that he was going to get a rose that he'll just tell her the next episode. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's good. You, you knew at that point that she was going to send him home yeah. because, because earlier in the season, he played this thing where yeah. at the end of a group date, he's like, I'm going to wait for everybody to go. And then I'm going to finish it off. So I'm the last person she remembers. Yeah. And then at some point she's like, I'm tired. I got to go to bed. And he never got a chance to I do remember it. remember that one. Um, so he, he just he never makes good decisions. No. And Ben, again, he's the guy who has um, who has tried to commit suicide each of the last two years. Yes. And, That's true. Uh, and as he's meeting with her, her parents tonight and they're going over kind of, you know, the fact that he's for some reason, her dad really was impressed with the fact that he went to West Point. And then they get into, you know, how uh, genuine and loyal he is and stuff like that. I'm thinking, I mean, just for transparency and to give the parents the full information, I think the mental health probably needed to come up at some point. I don't know if it did off camera or something, but that just seems to be such a a major thing. I don't think you leave to just that. leave out no. of a should I marry this guy no. or not conversation. No, I don't think you don't you, think so? I don't think you lead with that. No, that's. That's a, such a personal thing, and it's like I don't know if that's you make that part of the relationship. I did, and again, I wouldn't. I don't know if, if you lead with this either. Did um, Zach? I'll be no. on, I'll be honest. I was watching the show, and I was I was editing my other podcast, so right. I don't I don't know. Did Zach lead with his alcoholism? Didn't come up. It's yeah, not about ca- it's not about it's not about leading. Well, you said leading, it's didn't about, you? It's a it's about informing at some point during mm-hmm. during the, the day, because um, say she say she does decide to marry Ben. Yeah. And then at some point the, he goes fifty one fifty and they're at the hospital and she's like, yeah, he tried to do this each of the last two years, too. I forgot to tell you guys this. And they're like, wait, what? Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. And so um, and then I mean, with Zach, it's like. He's nine years sober, like on the day. Of, he had his he had his sober birthday, which was yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that could be like a that could be just an easy uh, transition into nine years today, and then him him telling them that. But anyways, um, yeah. that that was the least of my issues with this episode. Um, so Brendan was uh, one of our favorite guys. He's a roofer. He's just a really good guy from the Seems Boston to be area as normal as anybody who's ever been on this show. In other words, you, 
I never got the feeling that he's after any kind of fame or notoriety or Instagram followers. I never got that feeling both, from him. Both he and Zach, I would put in that category, just sort of unconventional. I would say that maybe about all of the guys that made it to the end. They're, they're I, think just, ben, I think Ben's got some vanity thing going well, on. Yeah. I think Ben I mean, would have loved to have been famous yeah. for a while. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll definitely parlay this into a run on Paradise. He's gorgeous. He's got those blue eyes. He went to West Point. He's <laughs> he did, he did go to West Point. He's jacked. He's um, a trainer. But so Brendan, like, um, he pulls a maneuver that's like far too mature and rational for a for a show like this. Like, he gets um, she takes him to the final three. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, like, he starts to get cold feet, and he's like, you know, I made a mistake once of getting married, and. I'm still broken and it's not fair to her to do this. And he actually said along the way is like, and I've only known her for like three weeks. And like, why would I choose I to do something like this again after only knowing someone for so, such a short time? Like he was saying things that are rational and way too normal. It is. It's it, I thought the same thing because I'm like, well, dude, like who knows I, this about themselves already? Like he's, he's very, he's like, I can't do I'm not ready is basically what he says, which is hard to do because Tasha's like a, a she's a right hot girl. <laughs> like it's like right. not, not he's not going to encounter that. And not that this is everything. This isn't anything, but it's something you're he, he's not going to have encounters where he's going to have ch a chance to hook up with a girl this hot. I guess. That's the thing. Yeah. That, that the timing of this, I mean, I need to, um, I need to take a sample of our listeners. Say there's a hundred dudes listening right now. I'm there's wondering more how, than that. how more many, than that. Uh, no, I'm just saying a sample just to make yeah. it an even number, even a yeah. hundred. So a uh, hundred out of the hundred dudes that are listening in this sample, I wonder how many of those dudes would choose to tell yeah. Tasha. Yeah. The, the day of overnights yeah. that he's not into it, as opposed to let's just do the overnight, do what comes natural. Yeah. We're, we're, two, we're two consenting adults. Mm -hmm. We're two very physically attractive people. Yep. Let's just let's let's let the night unfold. And then in the morning, he could talk about this apprehension and then he yep. could just kind of bail on it like. I don't know how many men would have chosen to do it. I, I have to respect it because yes. there is a lot of dignity there. Yeah. I just don't know if if it, it's it's not natural for a man to, to do that. So can I answer it for my yes. can I be one of the people in the audience? So I'm in my 40s and in his 40s, Brian does what Brendan does. If I'm if I'm not feeling the chick, I'm not I'm not having sex with anybody just to have sex with them unless they also understand that we're just having sex and it doesn't mean anything more than that. Thirties, however old this guy is, mid thirties, mid thirties, I'm I'm definitely like letting it go to the fantasy suites and then well we can have the conversation after the fantasy suites. So he's he's much more mature than I was at his age. I'll just say that. Yes. 
Yeah. And but I mean, it's it's like this this show is so um, I don't even know what you'd call <laughs> flimsy on like that. So many relationships just don't last. So even if he was to play the part and get to the end, yep. there's not, you know, it's like a, you know, a one in 10 chance they're going to survive that anyways. But anyways, yeah. um, it, it, he, he makes, he makes an amazing play. He, he was shook. Yeah. It was kind of like, um, it's kind of like when you're watching poker on, on, uh, ESPN or something. No one does that except it's, you. And mm-hmm. someone has has shoved their chips on a bluff, and there's oh, no, no way in hell somebody oh, no. there's no way in hell anybody could get a read on that. But oh, some, no. some guy calls him with like an ace high. Oh my god! It's like Brendan made an amazing call. Like I just most men would have just given in in that situation. Uh, yeah, poker analogy. Fuck, that was so uh, bad. That was. I love how you stuck with it though. Um, By the way, I, I thought of a, a um, I thought of a football analogy no. as, as, as well, I'm watching be as I'm watching poker. her yeah. like tell everybody she loves them. So it, let, let's let's do this. Yeah. If you're keeping score, um, she has told she had told Zach last night she loves him. Yep. She told Brendan she's fallen in love with him. She told Ivan she's fallen in love with him. Um, she she actually says to Brendan or about Brendan on the way out the door that he was the one she would have chosen. Um, yeah, and yeah. then she, she and tells then she Ben. Tells, yeah. She tells Rachel that Ben was the one that got away. Yeah. She tells Ben that she's like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss you. Or she, no, she doesn't even say that. She's like, I've missed you. And yes. I'm like, how? Like when you when you love someone <laughs> and you're with the person you love. You don't miss other people. That's the definition of love. When you're in love with somebody, you're completely fulfilled by that person. And you don't think, hey, I wonder what this other person who's not here is doing right now. I miss them. That is not, then you're not. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter. And you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. In love. That leads me to the the, the great football analogy. Yeah. You hear that you hear this sometimes by commentators, right? Mm. Um, if a team has two quarterbacks vying for a position, they have none. They have no down, quarterbacks. If, if, if if you've got two quarterbacks, you have none. You've got you've got you don't have one quarterback. Yes. And I'm thinking if she has four guys that she wants to marry, she doesn't have one guy. Can I? That she wants hold to on. Marry. Can I? Can I retort to your? Quarterback analogy. What if, what if you have two quarterbacks and their names are Joe Montana and Steve Young? 
Do you still have zero quarterbacks? Um, see that, that, that's the one, I think that's the one contradicting example, but I don't think Steve Young was ever a consideration until the very, very end Mm. because they were, they were going to ride Montana until, until he started to really break down. And then at some point, Seifert and, and gang made the decision. We're going to go, we're going to move on from Joe and go to Steve Young. I should have known not to bring that. No, you're right. One thing I want to bring up before we move past it. We talked about who can remember. This is a lot like COVID. I did a, I did a, a podcast earlier tonight where we did the year in review and we were talking about Tiger King and we we're talking about how we all had to watch Tiger King because we were so just burnt out after being in quarantine for a week. <laughs> yeah, it was like we got to do something. We may as well just watch Tiger King. And now nine months later, it's like there's no more Tiger Kings. The you mentioned this season started with Claire Crawley. I know the oldest bachelorette in history at thirty nine. <laughs> As Joseph pointed out, right? She she was the oldest. The oldest. The oldest bachelorette. This started out with her as a bachelorette. There was a whole different bachelorette at the beginning of this season, like two months ago. And you pointed out something. She. It was clear, it was leaked before the season started that she had met her love and blah, blah, blah. And so when Dale shows up to the show, she's like, I think I just met my husband. And it was way overshot. And you made the point, it wouldn't surprise you if they had gone back, knowing what they knew, had gone back and reshot that opening so that they could get more story out of it, which I thought was a really good point that you made this this week they're doing the uh they're doing the whatever they call them it's not hometown they're doing fantasy suite dates which is just just you know walking around the hotel they do the neil lane thing with brendan and they're shooting lots of clothes. They're look. They're ring shopping. The whole date mm-hmm. is ring shopping. She didn't go ring shopping with Ivan. She didn't go ring shopping with Zach. She went ring shopping with the guy that left her there on that show. That quit the show. They. She did the most serious date with him. And there's all these close up shots of his face. <laughs> of him looking freaked out, him looking yeah. sweaty, him having nothing to say, him having no opinions, him being just completely uncomfortable in the ring shopping thing. And I thought to myself, if this guy this guy knew he was going to leave, did they shoot this afterward or did they know he was going to leave? <laughs> Or just or or maybe give give the producers the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they just had the idea that he was gonna leave. They had a good feeling about him from his producer. You know, that all these all these bachelors have somebody that's each each there's like groups of bachelors that have a producer that works with them. So maybe the, Brendan's producer gave them a heads up like, hey, I, I think he's gonna bounce. So they made this ring date. But it wouldn't shock me to know that they shot the ring date after the breakup. What were your thoughts on that, Jason? Wow. I No, that didn't even come to mind. I'm usually the guy that thinks in, in those terms. Conspiracy. And, 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 and later on tonight, I think there was there was a moment that was similar to that. But I didn't get that feeling as mm-hmm. much as I got the feeling that 
I think they knew that he was apprehensive and they were going to put him in in a spot that would make him sweat the most. Yep. Um, and it was actually pretty good TV. Now, you never know with these edits, totally. you know, how often he was looking like he was, you know, pissing his pants. But like he he did look terribly uh uh, put off by the whole thing, and there was a there was a uh, an entertaining exchange, and I can't quite find it now, but it just speaks to how stupid and narcissistic this show is. Like, uh, so Brendan obviously hasn't really watched the show. He's a roofer. Um, yeah. He's awesome he's area. got he's been married. He's got he's had other things going on. High school sweetheart sitch, right? And um, you know, so he walks in, and he he introduces himself or Neil Lane introduces himself and Brendan legitimately doesn't know who he is. Who would, and, who would know and, who Neil right, Lane right. is? Well, I mean, somebody who consumes the bachelor Only season does exclusively. So th- yeah. This is, this is what Tasha says. Um, she's, she's in an interview, um, away from the, the, the scene. And she's like, um, because it was obvious Brendan didn't know who he was. And she's like, well, it's it's good. He should know who who Neil Lane is. I mean, he's such a big part of the Bachelor franchise. Like, yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with you and him and you possibly yeah. getting married mm-hmm. or anything like? Why should he know who he is? Yeah. Just because he's a major part of the Bachelor franchise. We, it's, it was almost yeah. like this. The scene was the the editors or the producers were like, "Holy shit, man, uh, Brendan." Obviously, he doesn't know who this is, so we need to retell the viewers how important Neil Lane is because he gives us a lot of money for this shit. That's that's a good point, yes. <laughs> but also, we talk about it a lot on this show that the when the when it's the Bachelor, the flagship of the franchise, the the contestants on the Bachelor are so they they haven't grown up in a world without the TV show The Bachelor. So Tasha of course knows who Neil Lane is and is stunned that someone might not know who Neil Lane is when ninety nine point nine percent of the world's population has no clue who Neil Lane is. Brendan doesn't she doesn't understand why Brendan doesn't know who he is but Brendan it doesn't watch the bachelor just like you're saying like the the guys the male contestants aren't fans of the bachelor men <laughs> for the most part other than you and me and of course our dear friend reality Steve don't watch the bachelor right correct yeah okay, but, but there also is there's there's a thread. I just said narcissism like a minute ago. But again, the people on the show who have been on prior shows, they they do um, expect their subjects to know their story, their bachelor story. Yeah. And in, in other words, if you come on the show and you act oblivious about how she was dumped like the season before or something, there's always a little bit of like head scratching like what you don't know that you obviously don't care much about me that you didn't even watch the last show. Like they get really like perturbed about that. Really stuff like that. Like the only thing in the world is how they were handled on this, uh, this game show. But anyway, good point. Uh, so back to this. So, um, there was this, there was a scene tonight that just got really fishy. Okay. So there was, um, 
they were down to the final three. She she did overnights with uh, with Ivan. She did overnights with Zach. Uh, ben dumped her before overnights like a fool. Um, and then she did like a uh, what do you call those things like a, a, a like a, an aluminum trailer. Uh, overnight airstream what do you call those things? the airstreams yeah yes she, she did an airstream overnight with him yep. um and they were just all over each other had a great uh breakfast and all that stuff so you walk away thinking ivan's ivan's right there if he's not one he's one a he's yep. he's right there uh she has a great uh overnight with zach they tell each other they love each other um, and you're thinking, wow, I wonder how this is going to go. And it's strange that they're having a rose ceremony, even though there's just two of them. It's just strange that they're still having this ceremony. And I'm thinking, why would they keep having the ceremony? Well, now I realize kind of why, right? Because Ben, um, as it's become fashionable to do, um, quote unquote, surprises Tasha by going up to her door. Unbelievable. And telling her that he regrets how he acted Disgusting. on the way out. Yeah. And he didn't want to leave this situation without telling her that he loved her. Yep. And she does what she does. And she, you know, haws and hems and, and gets really overwhelmed. Or, he, she, or hems and haws, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Hems and haws. And, um, and then she just out of, the no, out of nowhere says, you know what? I don't know. I really don't know. But, but come to the rose ceremony tonight. Like, it's like, What? You yeah. you already didn't give him a rose. Yeah. He came back and intruded mm-hmm. on this whole thing, and now you're saying come to this rose ceremony that for some reason was still scheduled, yep. even though there were two people already decided. So my this is my theory on this. Oh, you talk about conspiracy let's theories. Hear it. I think Ben, after he got ousted, um, I think he was at the other end of the resort of quarantining of with course. all the other losers. Of course. And, uh, and Tasha is like, you know what? Um, I kind of, I'm kind of feeling Ben, I, I'm kind of feeling it again. And, and Brendan just dumped me before the overnights. Uh, can we bring Ben back of course. to make, to make it a rose ceremony? Yeah. Uh, to, can we bring Ben back to, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing him. And then they had him do this thing, this ordeal, this, this pretense where he goes to her and asks for her back. Yeah. When I think that whole thing was fucking prearranged. I think the whole, so that they could have a rose ceremony and that they could they could have this night. And it just to me, I felt used after the whole thing because wow. what happens when they get to the rose ceremony? Um, they skip over this plot line where um, Ivan had supposedly told her that he's not a Christian at some point during the overnight, the producers, the show, the editors decided not to show that exchange during the overnights. And supposedly this is a deal breaker for Tasha. You would think that if it's a deal breaker, they would have showed the exchange, but for some reason she pulls them aside at the rose ceremony and they don't even address what it is. They just, they're vague about it. And he's like, I had a feeling that might be that might ruin this, and it did. And she's like, Yeah, sorry. And he's like, Good luck. It was like it was just such a weird thing because it wasn't a it wasn't a dramatic ending for them. It was almost like he anticipated it. And as the viewing as the viewer, I had to text our our guy Steve Carbone and say, Wait a minute, did I miss something? Did they have this exchange about religion, or are we just finding all of this out right now in this vague? Uh, abrupt ending 
Weren't you weren't you completely confused by that? Um it was so dumb because it was like Ben showed back up and then she's like, Oh good, I can get rid of Ivan. When yes. she was clearly like into Ivan early on. Here's what I think. I don't even know. I don't know what to think. I think that this Zach situation was decided on, had been decided on for a while. And like a lot of these seasons go, the they know who they're going to pick and they're just kind of like floating people along while they hold out to pick the person that they, they know they're going to pick all along. And so the the producers are like, we got to do something. Ben, you're not leaving. You're voted off. Like, who knows how many voted off dudes or dispatch dudes or non-Rose getters are still lingering around the property. They're like, you can't leave. It's COVID. We might need you. We might need to shoot some interstitial stuff with you later. We don't know yet. We might need to do to interview you about something. Hang out, order some room service, hang out by the pool and we'll let you know. And then they're there when they need them back. So when they go, uh, when they realize, oh, she's not picking Ivan, they get some intel from the production. They're like, hey, it's not going to be Ivan. What are we going to do to make something interesting? Because she's Brendan's left. We need a third guy. Because she was, it was going to be Brendan and Zach. We knew it was going to be Brendan and Zach. And now Brendan's gone. She's good. She wants to get rid of Ivan. What do we do? We need a new Brendan. Hey, Ben's still here. Get Ben, get Ben back over here because we can use him for that. So the producers, in other words, are torn between we need a show to present to the viewers so that they don't think this is a complete. Um, you know, I, I guess, what would you say? A rigged program yes, where yes. everything's predetermined. We need a show to give the audience and, and they don't, re- and they kind of let the subjects know what's going to happen. Because to me, um, again, Ivan, Ivan left fart way too easy. Um, yes. and, and it was like, she did do that. She's like, well, Brendan just dumped me. And Ivan just told me he's not going to be religious like me. So the show needs two people at the end. So let's bring Ben back. But then they go through this pretense where he forced himself back. It was just so to me, I just felt used. But but what's kind of cruel and unusual about this is uh, we've already we already said this when she said ben, sent Ben home the first time. It's like, do you really want to fuck with the uh, the the head chemistry of someone who's tried to commit suicide each of the last two years? Do you really want to? Yes to dump a guy and give him these, these bad feelings again. She did it once. They don't care. And to bring him back twice, he was dumped twice in two weeks or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. Um, But anyways, I, yeah, the whole thing to me, you're right. It's, it's, I, I I totally was reminded of this as as you discussed it. Um, The Claire thing, it started off kind of rigged and, it started off um, as a pretense from the very get-go this entire season. It was like Claire made a shit show of this whole thing by falling in love with one dude after one night. And the the, the show was left to like put together a, a full show that going through all the motions. And none of the, the, none of the characters or the subjects involved um, were in on it. Or, or at least they weren't – I don't know. I, I would feel gypped if I was – 
one of the dudes in this bachelorette season, especially yeah. if, if they do what they if they do what they say they do. In yeah. other words, quit their jobs. Yeah. And Can't, go on this thing and quarantine for a couple months. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Boyd, boy band manager. Who were some other guys? Yeah. Some well, other Kenny, guys. He, that guy got pissed. He yeah. was telling everybody, like, what the fuck is all this? Bennett. But they, they got to know. Like, the, the come on. I mean, the point of going on The Bachelor, and we've seen this many times, where people get too close to the end and they freak out because they didn't expect to win. And a lot of a couple years ago, we had a guy win the Bachelor, ba- the Bachelorette, who had a girlfriend. Judd, was that his name? Yep. The, the guy with the acoustic <laughs> guitar. Yes. And everyone's like, "He's such an asshole!" But can you believe he did this? Well, he didn't expect to win. He he went on to play his acoustic guitar a few times. <laughs> Exactly right. Maybe get somebody in in Nashville to notice him. Do the math. Yeah. It's a one in 26 chance that you will win. Right. And then it's an even it's an even the the odds are even greater that you're actually going to fall in love and potentially marry somebody. Of course. It's it's nearly impossible. I mean, the dice, the people that actually win don't fall in love. Right. Right. They don't stay together like the people that win the show don't stay together. So what are the odds that you're going to be one guy on the show? Most most guys are gone in the first couple weeks. They narrow it down. We talk about all the time. I'm like, get rid of some of these guys. I don't know who they are. Like, get it down to like six guys because it's confusing. I don't know who any of these people are. Hey, remember Noah? He left last week. Seems it seems like he's been (laughs) gone three months ago. You know, like it's. He, he got, but he got to be on TV, right? And that's the whole point. These guys show up. They think they're going to be on TV for a little while. Hey, maybe I'll get to make out with her. I'll look good. Some other guy that went to West Point or something is going to win anyway. Who gives a shit? Like, I'm not, uh, like, they're not going to pick a roofer from Boston to win the fucking <laughs> Bachelorette. And he knows that. And then he's like, oh shit, I might win this. Hold on. Like, a, I'm not ready. Maybe that's his excuse, but he's, but he knew coming in, he wasn't ready. He just knew it was a chance to be on TV, not expecting to go to the end. And that's all of these guys. So not a surprise. Not, I can't remember what we we're talking about in the first place. Well, well my, my thing is this, um, you know, there was a point tonight when I thought that Tasha was really going to fuck over the viewers um, mm-hmm. and just pull like a typical 2020 thing and be like, I'm giving myself a rose um, yeah. and I, I'm not going to pick either of these guys are great guys, but I, 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 my heart's not in it because I thought that they were going to make the dad, the fall guy um, for some yeah. reason, the two guys meet with the dad and then the, then the dad talks to Tasha afterwards and he reminds her that she was divorced and that she felt bad about it. And for whatever reason, that brought all these feelings to the surface. Yeah. And Tasha was playing this game where she's like, I don't want to get hurt again. I told myself I was never going to marry again. Yeah. This scares the hell out of me. I don't want to get married again. And it's like and then if if the bachelor uh, is self-aware at all. Yeah, they have to stop that language and be like, "Wait a minute, wait, yeah. hold on a second. You can't say that you were never going to get married again and then be the bachelorette. 
that, that those are contradicting things. So they, I think they were torn between those two narratives. But I really thought that they were going to put this all on the dad. Like she was going to be with somebody until her dad reminded her that she might get divorced again. And then all of, a, all of a sudden, everything fucking went to shit. And I thought she was just at the end of this episode tonight, just going to be like, you know what? I love you both, but I can't be with you, either of you. And then see you later. And I, I really thought it was going down that way. And I started getting pissed off yeah. <laughs> for some stupid reason. Yeah. Um, so it was actually surprising to me that, um, you know, she let Ben go before uh, before the, the approach, before the proposal approach. And then when Zach um, got up there, I think they were kind of playing on my emotions. The, the people yeah. that edited the show did because she started t- telling him yeah. shit. And then she said, but mm-hmm. this, is, mm-hmm. this is what she said. She said, I told you I love you, but. And yeah. then there was this massive pause. The music stops. And then I'm like, I fell for her like a fucking asshole. Yeah, and I'm like. See, that's it. She's not going to pick anybody. I, I fucking knew it. And then uh, she she said, it's actually more than love. And then she goes into this more whole spiel. Yeah. And then they get engaged. I I haven't um, – I don't do spoilers. I, I haven't followed what Reality Steve is reporting. I have no idea if they're still together. I don't know. Yeah. If, have you heard? No. You can reveal now no. if you know. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I will say this. Zach – well, two things. You were talking about the, the language – that they need to remove from the show. I'll tell you one thing they need to remove is the word daddy because Rutasha gets a knock on the door and she opens the door and she's like, Hey daddy. And I'm like, Oh, come on, sweetheart. You're 30. Like you're, I think she's older than 30. It's like, we're, we're not calling our dad that anymore. FYI. That's just not what we're doing. But I was, I, was impressed by Zach. He's he's not a guy that should have won the Bachelorette. He was wasn't the most handsome. I don't. I know he's a he's a, he's very into his sobriety, which is amazing, incredible, and I respect him for that. But he's not. You know, he's not this Harvard dude walking in there or this ex football player or any of these kinds of things. He's just kind of like a regular looking dude. Looks a little older than 36, which, you know, he was he was going hard on the pills for a while, which <laughs> yes. is understandable. So I just didn't expect him to be the kind of guy that would win the show. And then when it came down to it, for, for all the things we make fun of about this show, and there's and they're all worthy of our scorn, Zach came across as very sincere when he was talking to her at the end of the show where he's like, he made the analogy to a sobriety. He's like, today's my nine year sober anniversary. And he's like, do you know what that means to me? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, it's the most important thing in my life. And he, and he goes, it means, and this is, this is a real panty dropper. Let's be honest. He goes, it means I can face everything head on. He's like, I don't, I know that I don't have to avoid anything that happens in my life. Cause I can, I can come at things with a clear perspective. That's how I know I love you. That's basically <laughs> what he said. And it's like, how do you respond to that? Like how, what's fake about that? That's he's being as real as you can possibly be. So I get why he won the show. Now, I don't know if his heart's been broken yet. I imagine it will be eventually, but he came off as very genuine. If, if there's 
something to take away from this show that's positive, it's that a guy like Zach won The Bachelorette when he shouldn't have. I think that's a great point that I, I, I was I was moved by that whole thing. The analogy, he was he was very articulate in the yes. moments mm-hmm. like he well he spoken. didn't get like uh, he didn't get like diarrhea of the mouth like yep. a lot of these guys get yep. or he was like smart enough to like yeah. he's smart enough to know how he feels and, and articulate it. Yes. Um, and that sets him apart. And then he played all the right um all the right uh, notes. notes with the father and yeah. that everything was deferential to him. Yes. Like every, everything he said with the father was a total ass kissing thing, but he didn't, he was savvy enough to not make it look like overtly ass kissing. He just yeah. played it smart. Um, I did find it interesting that um, remember how we, we made fun of Colton for um, asking all four yeah, dads yeah. on the uh, on yeah. the hometowns yeah. um, if 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 if, the, if he could have his yeah. per, their permission yeah. for marriage, I know it's and, so good. And so and we're like, that's pretty excessive. Yeah. But then you 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 then you come to a night like tonight where both guys thought they were going to propose or they told us they were going to propose, and neither of them asked for their permission, which. To me, it was kind of strange. Um, yeah, good point. I, th- I thought Zach for sure was going to do that, yeah. and, he, and he didn't. Um, Are people but, still asking permission these days? Well, I mean, I, we just got done talking about Colton Underwood like yeah. two seasons ago yeah, or whatever. True. But I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's he, in vogue. He's in a general. gay man. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a that's a really <laughs> good point. Um, a, a couple of things I noticed that I feel like need to be discussed from the pr- production angle. B- ben shows up to this, uh, and he does the, um, the hometown or whatever it is the, the he meets the family. I don't know what that's called. Her hometown. He meets the family. I don't know if you notice this, but these, these, you know, they take a long time to shoot these things. You think this whole thing's happening in five minutes, and they're shooting it over the course of hours. How about we have a production assistant off camera constantly freshening up these drinks on the table? You look, <laughs> these drinks had been sitting there so long. There wasn't... Not that there was not that the ice had sort of melted there. They a couple of them had like gin and tonics. There was not (laughs) an ice cube in the in the the palms, greater Palm Springs area near that glass. There was the mom had a beer and the beer looked so warm and disgusting, just constantly freshen up their glasses because at one point Ben proposes a toast and everybody lifts up these warm, <laughs> gross cocktails with that I, that I would not take a sip of for $500. And they're all, they're all, Oh yeah. They're all pretending that they're happy to do a toast. Get, you know, he's going to do the toast, get him stop for a second, get everybody a fresh glass and make a fucking toast with a nice fresh cocktail. <laughs> It's disgusting. And then I don't I was editing the the baller lifestyle, so I wasn't listening, but they were eating pizza. What was that all about? Did we do we need that? Do we need to have them eat pizza I, on the Zach date? Yet again, it was a another like I I keep saying that this entire season has been real loose on the details. Um again, 
maybe it was something that was said during the um, during the date, and he he said he wanted to do it or whatever. But uh, the show just chose to put a pizza in the middle of a table. Yeah. And then the only reference to why it was there was Zach saying, this is the closest to New York that we're going to get today. So obviously he had the idea of doing a little New York oh, style right. to the family thing. Yeah. Which, But yet again, I, I thought the exact same thing. Like yeah. the, the, the show, I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's because they had a race to get it done or what, but there were – Things this season that just went unexplained that probably should have been explained. Totally. Um, the Ivan exit being maybe the worst violation of that entire thing. It was yes. like, I'm going to propose to this chick to, oh, it's cool. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't, you wouldn't be into that. Okay, have a good wife. Um, but, yeah, so I, to me, this was like a um, – I think if the producers were to look at this whole thing, I think they, they give each other high fives and be yeah. like – we somehow salvaged this during a pandemic when one of our subjects completely fucked us over by yeah. following yeah. well. We salvaged this and we gave viewers their 10 or 11 episodes. There were there were severe flaws in the plot lines and the dates were so unoriginal because they couldn't they couldn't leave the premises. But I think that overall, I think that they were pretty happy with it. Um, but even for a cheesy show that that uh you shouldn't take serious i i found myself getting frustrated with some of the things that they chose to do um yeah absolutely i totally agree with you they 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 did the best they could under the circumstances like like ben and the family going on a like a little um (laughs) 12 yard like scooter drag race with helmets with helmets like (laughs) Not sure why that was necessary. Not sure what what people what the producers thought they would capture. Like have them take a walk or like a splash around in the pool or something. But like the scooter, like the eight yard scooter race was really weird. So weird. And then I did like um, the the dad is like, so Tasha, tell me. She's like, he's like, what do you, what do you see in this guy, Zach? And, <laughs> and Tasha goes, Zach is just a good guy. Oh, well, that's like, that's like what you say about, about somebody that's like sits a, in the cubicle across from you. Like, it's not like, <laughs> you don't, you're not, you don't want to get married to somebody because they're a good guy. And when, and when you're deeply in love with somebody and somebody goes, Hey, Tell me about this guy that you're in love with. Right. Your go-to isn't, well, he's just a good guy. It's and, just not believable. But that's, that's again, what I just kind of referenced a little bit ago. Yeah. Most of these people they pick for this show, especially like a drop-dead gorgeous uh, person yeah. like her, yeah. they're just not great at articulating their feelings. Yeah. Um, I think Tasha used the word overwhelmed at least 50 times tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She just couldn't quite come up with a synonym for overwhelmed. Like she just kept having to say that. And it's like after a while you're like, yeah, we know you're overwhelmed. Got it. Let's move on a little bit. Yeah. Um, but most people can't find the words. That's why I was impressed with Zach because he actually 
uh, was pretty impressive in the way he described his feelings and stuff. Um, they did. She did overtly say his last name, and I don't know when they started doing this, but she said, "I love Zach Clark." I heard or, her say what, that what is, too. What is that? It's but always, she said it a couple of times tonight. Yeah, it's always like a, a discovery after the show. Like Tasha's called Tasha Adams, but you only know that because she's been on several seasons of The Bachelor. Right. You know, she was just called Tasha before. And sometimes you get the second initial because there's like three Ethans. So it's <laughs> right. like, you know, it's like, yeah, you get you get almost their name. But I noticed that, too. I thought that maybe that maybe we've, uh, we're on a turning point of the Bachelor franchise where they're going to start going by their last names. I honestly like I think that prior to social media, I want to say in the history of television. From whenever TV started until 2009 or 10, when there was social media, it was it was kind of the unwritten rule, or maybe it was even written that you don't use last names on on TV. Yeah. If it's a oh. if it's a game sh- game show or reality TV, you don't use last names. And I guess maybe social media made these people more accessible. And when you follow them, you know their last name, so they maybe they don't put the pretense on or something. But it still sounded weird that she um, that she said his last name a couple times tonight. And I don't know if she was like trying to try on his last name or something or not. But um, she did. Uh, there was a reveal tonight. The dad. I guess um, Zach was talking to the dad, and she's like, and he was like, yeah. She told me that you everything that you did was for her, that you gave her every opportunity in life that you sent her to the private school and all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, um, this chick has been in such a bubble yeah. that I don't know. I mean, I know she, she obviously, uh, got cheated on in a marriage and that was a devastating thing. I get that. But I think that she's had a pretty fucking good life. And the, the, uh, the way I know this is because when Zach asked her on one of the last dates, like, what is what what is your dream day or something? Um, she says, well, I'm going to wake up in Orange County yeah. and yes. yeah. gonna, I'm going to we're going to run a couple miles. Yeah. And then we're going to eat, eat at my local uh, cafe. Yeah. And then we're going to walk out to the dock where our boat is. Yep. And then we're going to go eat sushi. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Th- I'm thinking, oh, my God, what a simple show. I mean, God bless her. If 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 that's I think that that's what she does do like yeah. every single Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's Tasha Adams. She's an influencer. She lives in Corona Del Mar. <laughs> she goes out. She takes she takes pictures of whoever gave her leggings to wear that week to sell. <laughs> and or or soap or whatever they sell sunglasses and that's it you know she stacks checks she goes to sushi like it's a pretty it's a pretty good gig it's a good life and dress the dress she wore for the uh the last uh rose ceremony oh my god you gotta be kidding me she's very fit fit amazing body and she did you know she did a great job like they as much as we make fun of the show, they were in a bad position 
Um, you know, Harrison wasn't there for a while. They, they had to shoot it all at a hotel. They couldn't go to different locations. Like the whole thing was just kind of a mess and they, they, they sort of salvaged it and they made a season out of it, you know, and they didn't do the, the, as much as they juiced it with the bringing Ben back and the like bring Bennett back a little bit, it's, it still wasn't to the level of a lot of these seasons that we've seen lately where like Chad Johnson is like, Oh, I'm not leaving. (laughs) And they're like, okay, Chad's going to stay a couple more weeks or Nick Viles. Like I'm not even on the show. I'm going to show up in the middle. I'm going to bang the bachelorette. And then also I might win. Then, then they just have to make me a contest. It's like, we like we make fun of the stuff they do on the show, but it's they didn't do anything as outrageous as they've done in the past. Although they did replace the Bachelorette, so maybe I just contradicted everything I just said. I don't know. Well, I I personally find myself wanting to bring our friend Reality Steve on right now, yeah. so that I could cherry pick information from him because I know that like. I'm in need of information right now. Is Tasha still with this dude? Is Claire still with her dude? I yeah. saw. I like quickly uh, opened and then closed something, some spoiler, and the pictured on the spoiler was Blake and Claire, like a, a, a split, a split picture. I don't know what that meant, but anyways, I know that if I go on Reality Steve's social media right now, he's he's always working the next yeah. season, so I'm going to see a bunch of spoilers about the next season yeah. that I don't want to see, but I do want now to know what the spoilers are and were for the bachelorette season. I need to somehow find a filter. Well, maybe we'll, maybe what we'll do is we'll bring Steve on to preview the Matt James season. And then he can catch us up because by then it'll have had time to shake out. So we'll know. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll uh, know everything that's happened. We'll get it. We'll get an update on Tasha, and then we'll get a preview a spoiler-free preview because we don't traffic in spoilers here. Yeah, we don't do that. We want to know. We want to watch it. You know, with the with the earnestness that comes with watching The Bachelor, the the, <laughs> uh, the original idea of acting like this is real. Um, but he he can you know tell us who the contestants are and where they came from and how. What's interesting is. You know, they run these promos on, during the show where they're like, "If you want to be The Bachelor." Show up at the St. Louis Arch at eight o'clock on Wednesday, <laughs> November third, and you're like, "Oh, that's weird." But then you watch the show, and it's like, "Well, actually, the um, this chick is friends with this chick, and she re- <laughs> like they all know each other, right? You know, and it, right. it makes sense. Like that's why you would hire people if, if one hot girl that's been on the show is like, "Hey, I have all these hot friends that are cool like me," and they're like, "Oh yeah, bring them in. We'll talk to them too." So that makes sense. Um, fun season. It's we'll we'll be right back at it, right, Jason? We will, and I like the. Uh, we can promote that Reality Steve will be on our uh, our Bachelor season opener. That should get uh, that he, should get some ears to yeah, the. Yeah, he's a good podcast. dude. He's a good dude, and he uh, he shows up when we need him. He, he can't say anything uh, more about the guy than that. Plus, uh, plus Cobra Kai or whatever it has a third season coming out, so he'll probably yes. want to talk a little bit about that. Too. I will definitely. I, I owe him a review of the Cobra Kai, so. When the third season comes out, I'm going to binge the whole thing and then we'll do podcasts about it. Uh, okay, Jason, fantastic work as always. You carried us through the season as you always do. I really appreciate it. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next season. We're making a connection.
connection, we falling in love We chilling in the mansion, outside's the hot tub We starting in LA and then we travel the world We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated We always speculating like you wouldn't believe But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle we living in It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 